holding each other up in prayer. As you can see, we miss quite a few people today. Got a lot of, a lot of stomach viruses and people not feeling so well going around. So be praying for the ones that are out. Uh, be praying for uh, people that are sitting next to you. Every one of you are going through something, right? Amen. Everybody's got something that they're dealing with. So never think that your prayers are at a loss by praying for the person next to you. Because if, if they're dealing with something, they need prayer. Amen. We all need prayer. We put our pride and our arrogance aside, and we all just admit, you know what? We all need prayer. Amen. So be praying for the person next to you, and let's enter in this morning. Father, thank you. We worship you and we praise you. Father, I've come to honor you today, Lord. I've come to bow to your throne, Father. Lord, we give you access to this place. We give you access to our hearts, access to our spirit and our mind. Father, you have full access here this morning. Lord, we invite you in, Lord. Thank you, God, for letting us be here. Thank you for the opportunity to worship and praise. Father, we pray for the word as it comes forth, Lord, that it be uh, effective and efficient, Lord God, in our hearts, Father. And we just thank you, Lord God, once again for gathering us here, Lord, and allowing us to worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. See, there's quite a few not here today, so let's just make up for them. Praise God for them. I don't know where they're at, but most doubtedly, most of them need the touch of the Lord. So let's pray that to the Lord. Just touch God upon everybody. This Amen. Amen. Just touch the Lord Jesus. We lift you up today. Sing this. Almighty God, we give you praise this morning and worship your name. Holy God. Thank you. Holy God. Lord, I just pray for a saturation this morning of your spirit that we've got to be receiving. God, we've got to be receiving. Whatever it is that hinders, whatever it is, God, that prevents, God, I can come against it in prayer and I do that. But I pray that shackles be removed from hearts yes. and the gates and doors yes. be opened yes. to souls and Hallelujah. people come to the recognition yes. and knowledge. Yes. Somebody's got to praise you, Lord. Amen. If they don't, the rocks are going to cry out. Amen. God, Father, help us to be about voicing our thanks yes. to you, Lord. Because God, you've saved us. You've rescued yes. us. God, you've given to us. You've supplied. You've provided. You've made the way. Lord, the house is yours. Yes. This place is a place of worship. The place of praise. Praise that we can come in, God, and just honor you, Lord, and be receiving from that. When we pour out, you pour out. When we give of ourselves, you give of yourself. Oh, God, thank you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank We're you. grateful, God. Thank you, Lord. Wash over this people, I pray, Lord. Holy Spirit, flood us. Let there not be a one leave here this morning, God, the same way they came. Let them not leave disappointed. This is an appointed time. Not a time to be disappointed, God. We've been appointed to be here. We've been appointed to praise you. It's a time the Holy Spirit, I believe, is appointed, God, to touch and stir and mend and make whole. Oh, God, let us now respond. <coughs> respond to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. You can be seated this morning. Let's uh, serve with you, brothers. And I'm going to pray for them right here if you would surround Brother Kenny back here.
Go. Brother Kenny, surround him. I'm going to pray over him. Everyone, please join us. Everyone else, please. Heavenly Father, we come this morning as we lay hands on this brother, God. We speak, God, to you, Lord, and we ask you to touch his body, Lord. I ask you, God, to mend and heal him, Lord. I ask you, God, Father, to cease this that's tormenting him, to cease this issue of health upon him, Lord. I pray, God, that, Father, this illness, Lord, this sickness, God, that's attacked him, I pray, God, Father, your hand upon him, Lord, and your glorious healing touch upon him, Jesus. Lord, we come today in unity of faith, God, in belief, God, connecting that faith, God, and applying it, God, to our brother, Lord, and lifting him up to you, God, Father, as a scriptural Lord. God, we lay hands upon him, God. We pray for him, Lord God, and we just ask you, God, just to bless him now with your healing touch in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Give God a praise this morning. Go ahead. Let's rise this morning. Bible in hand. The word declares, look up for your redemption draws nigh. Let's do it one more time. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. It is my strength. It is my power. And it is my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, in Jesus' name. Worship you, Lord, this morning. You may be seated. Children can go. We are but a few days away from Thanksgiving Day holiday. I've often said. Uh, Church and celebrate Thanksgiving every day. Amen. And I look out this morning, and there's not as many here as normal, but I look out upon quite a number of people and um, say thank God for each one of them. We all are in this together. We all make up the cause. We all make up the family of Rock Harbor Church, of those here, and of course, those that couldn't be here this morning. And we can be thankful for a lot of things. And should be. Um, some of the greatest things, or the greatest thing, uh, and we do if we think about it and we long enough that we probably, if we chose to set a while, we could come up with a pretty lengthy list of what we're thankful for. And should do that too from time to time, I believe. But the cross over here is a great reminder of what we should be most thankful for. Amen. A God that loved us enough, cared for us enough, I say us, I'm talking you and me and mankind in general actually, loved man enough that he would send his son to be the sacrifice for sins that we had no control of doing anything about other than perishing thankful that he made a way Amen. 
that I don't have to deal with that now, that I don't have to continue to carry the burden and the load of sins that throughout my life have built up. Anybody ever had your sins build up on you before you met Jesus? Did it become quite a load? Thank God for taking them, huh? Thank God for making the way that they don't load me down anymore, that I don't have to carry the guilt and the shame of them. And we can look into the Word of God and we can find many, many things to be thankful for. God provides for us. Every day, multiple times, over and over and over again. I've often wondered how many times does God prevent something? You ever think about that? How many times does God keep from something happening that could have happened? I thought of that this morning. I got all prepared and I'm getting ready to go out the door. Where's my Bible at? I just had it a while ago. Takes me about five minutes to go through the house. Oh, well, there it is laying right where I left it at. What could have happened in that five minutes? Had I left right then, what could maybe nothing? But who knows? I'll never know. And I believe that's the case many times. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day, and that in itself is kind of, I believe, kind of just become a, a day that we eat turkey. But when it comes to things that we as believers, faithful believers, should be thankful for, I mean, we absolutely have a book right here that's filled with full. And I want to go to that one of those places this morning. If you would uh, go with me to the book of Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. In our coming to and our acceptance of, which first, of course, requires faith and believing, our coming to and our acceptance of Christ, the work of the cross, sacrifice he became and if you genuinely receive the Lord, I mean, you, you got to take all this. And I think that's where many people, they don't get a full realization or don't even recognize that it's not just the name of Jesus, it's a full understanding of all that Jesus did. And if we do that, it'll make us ever so much more thankful. Amen. Because as he gave his life as a, as for the remission of our sins, shed his blood, gave his life as a sacrifice, there's so much more involved because in that, God sending Jesus this earth alone became the entirety of that word you're holding. That made it available to all of us. Amen. Everything of it. Now I know much of it wasn't there at the point Jesus died, but the Holy Spirit yet inspired the hearts of men to write the New Testament, so to speak, that we have as a part of the Holy Bible today, that... <coughs> brings us and delivers to us and says here you go everything included you realize that Amen. we have access to everything included in the word of God given to us individually on purpose Amen. guess who purposed it God did so Jesus being God's son when he came brought 
the fullness of the gospel and the love for God to us. And then when he ascended, he brought or sent later the Holy Spirit. We're all aware of that, right? Amen. Okay, let's look here. In this particular passage in the third chapter, Everybody at Second Corinthians, I know there's two of them, be sure you're in the right place. Amen. Second letter that Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. He's been dealing with the church. Paul's been preaching. He's been ministering. He started it out as a fledgling body of believers who began to grow, and of course he's sending information back and and uh, advice. He's, he's ministering. It's the form of Paul's ministry back to the church, and he's is always concerned about their welfare. He's also concerned about their spiritual growth. You see that emphasis in Paul's writing. He's always concerned about the church's spiritual growth. That should be any pastor's concern. Should be any evangelist's concern. How's the church growing? Is it getting fed properly? Uh, Prayerfully <coughs> seeking the messages God wants uh, the church to hear. And I believe even as I do at any given moment of time, any particular Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, or whatever, very fresh, Lord. What is it we need to hear? It's all right here in God's Word. <coughs> Everything we need is contained in the Holy Bible. Amen. You found that out? Amen. As you search it, as you as you dissect it, as you look, maybe you just open it one day and there's that awesome Scripture, the very thing that you needed to get you down through this whole <coughs> day that you, you were maybe in desperation or whatever. And there's so many ways I could stand here this morning and, and bring this about, but... I can't name everything in God's Word that we need to be thankful for and that we should be thankful for. But here's one of the power things. And Paul can speak about this because he had experienced what he's speaking about. And I'll give it to you here in just a minute. He knows because he knows. And he can write to this church at Corinth about what he knows because of who it is that has charged him with the ability to know by Amen. experiencing it. Some people in the religious realm don't like the word experience. They think that it's contrary to faith, that everything you just believe it and that's as far as you get and you don't get anything other than that, just faith. I beg to differ because I'm like Paul. I have experienced Amen. what I'm talking about. I can relay to you through that experience, what I'm talking about. Not only me, but others, many, many others as well that has ministered and evangelized and pastored and missionaries and the like. They are powered by something a whole lot more than themselves. Come on. As a matter of fact, I might could get up here and talk and say some things and I might have some pretty good verbiage and some long, drawn-out words that you wouldn't understand anyway. And you'd be sitting there looking, what am I even talking about? But the Holy Spirit... Oh, what does the Holy Spirit do? We can't even begin to explain it, can we? But we can experience. Amen. You hear me say experience a lot. Have you experienced the Lord? Amen. Have you experienced salvation? And there again, some say it's not an experience. It's just an act of faith if it's just an act my opinion is going to wear out pretty quick but when God has allowed us to experience his word 
And that's what I believe he meant in the first place. We should experience, when we read the Word of God, we should experience what's going on in us. So, well, that may have happened to somebody thousands of years ago. Still experience it. Put yourself there. What do you do if, if you're a reader and, you're, and you read a novel or, a, or some type of book? What do you do? Do you ever put yourself there in the characters and such? Sure you do. And this is much more than some account of, that a man wrote. This is an account God wrote. Amen. So we need to put ourselves in the experience and be thankful to God for everything in here and that he has enabled us to do just that. Experience it. Have you had any experiences since you got saved? Since Jesus Christ come in, have you had any great experiences? Amen. Have you been thanking God for them? Amen. Are you looking for a great experience? Amen. Are you thanking God for it? I told somebody a while back, thank Him ahead of time. Amen. Thank Him ahead of time what He's going to do for you tomorrow. Keep thanking Him for Jesus. Keep thanking Him for the work of the cross. Keep thanking Him for the blood of the Lamb. It never, it never wears out. So, this awesome ability maker that God is has given us a great and awesome one to experience and to add to our Christian experience. And here it is. The third chapter. And the writer here, again, eloquent in his terms in the 17th chapter or 17th verse it's almost a chapter we could make a chapter out of it we could make a book we could make multiple books out of this verse alone now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty Amen. have you experienced the Holy Spirit have you experienced where he is? Have you experienced the liberty that he brings? Amen. When we're given the Holy Spirit, we are given absolute entrance into a very special place. It's called a place of liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is a freedom. There, this doesn't mean that there's a liberty to do what you want to do and act how you want to act and live like you want to live. That's not what this means. It means, literally, you can go where you want to go in God. Come on. You can go where you want to go in God. And I know this has been construed to mean a lot of different things other than what it is. Well, where can you go in God? Oh, hallelujah. Previous to this verse, it speaks of a veil, and, and uh, the veil earlier, before Christ came, the Holy Spirit came, earlier people could not enter this territory. They could not individually. Or as a whole, they could not enter this territory where all of a sudden this door was flung open and God said, you can come in now. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Where is the Spirit of the Lord? The Spirit of the Lord is where the Spirit of the Lord takes up residence, where it resides, where it's present. Mm -hmm. And in that, there is a liberty, there is a, a freedom 
that we have to enter into and access other things of God, greater things of God, more powerful things of God, ministries that can unfold. Yes, we thank God. We should be thanking God for everything that He has opened this great door for us to that we can enter in. And it is an invitation to enter into, not just something to look at. Amen. Well, it's nice to look at it in the Word there, but I wonder what it means. It means step on in. It means you've got liberty to step in. You've got liberty to go in God where you want to go. Where do you want to go in God? Honestly, some people probably not very far. Some some people not anywhere at all. But there is an absolute charge here given to us. Go ahead and enter the door of the liberty that God has brought through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Paul's previous writing to the Corinthians in chapter 2, verse 4, he said, I didn't come with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power. Where did he get that from? How did he know to write anything like that? Because he had experienced it. Amen. Come on. And over and over again in Paul's writings in the New Testament, him being responsible again for writing most of it, you might not see the word thanksgiving, but I'm telling you, he's thanking God for everything he's been given to allow him to carry on and go forth in the ministry of the gospel because we all know here, if you've been here very long, you know Paul was a war horse spiritually. You know he was charged with the Holy Spirit. And he, he was unstoppable. Because he had found this great door that he's writing about here to this church. I believe saying, come on in church. I've experienced it and I'm showing you where you need to be going and to be thankful for what it is God has allowed and provided for us and not just allowed and provided but given us entrance into it. The world, if I can say it that way, which that limits it really. The world's only so big. It's huge but it's only so big. The Provisions of the Holy Spirit are bigger than that. But God is saying here, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There's liberty. There's a place you can go. There's many places you can go. There's things you can do. There's new discoveries you can find. There's new power. There's new revelation. Amen. There's more hope. Talk about going places. When we gather the thrust of the scripture up and we apply it to ourselves as we should, take this and dig in this verse alone, dig in it a while. Man, this one little scripture says so much. If there's this liberty, this wait a minute, the liberty of who? Whose liberty is it? It's God. Who did he give it to? If, if the liberty is of God, can you think it's pretty humongous? Pretty powerful. Liberty of freedom is powerful. Amen. That's why we advertise it and proclaim it and thank God for it so much in this country. That's why the enemy wants to steal it from you and take it away. Amen. Do away with it. Because if he can take your liberty and your freedom, he can get you all in captivity. But the more we recognize and realize the liberty God gives us, if we take it by faith and apply it and allow ourselves to experience this liberty on an ongoing basis, forever entering into and finding more of it and, and realizing that God has went to great, great limits to, to bring us what he has. 
to provide us with supernatural territory, okay? Is that not what the Spirit is? It's, it's supernatural territory. That's what we're being invited into. Where the supernatural is, what's the presence? Supernatural presence. Is the church supposed to be a supernatural body? Absolutely. How do we know that? Supernatural things happen on the cross. Amen. Supernatural things happen three days after the cross. Amen. Supernatural things have been happening ever since. Why? Because somebody took the scripture to heart and believed. God said, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, and I can go there. Amen. And if I can go there, I can experience great things in God. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Thankful that I even have the access. Jesus himself in John chapter 8 he was being followed by some of the Jews that had believed believed upon him in 8 31 and 32 he said if you continue in my word you shall be my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free Now is the word, now these were the words of Jesus, charged with power, right? Amen. Jesus said it, it's words of power, right? Amen, yes, praise God, hallelujah, Amen. better believe it, charged with power. That didn't change. When, the, when Jesus ascended, the Holy Spirit came, right? But continuing, everything that Jesus begun here as he was on this earth, the Holy Spirit continued. Remember Jesus said there's coming another or I'm sending another. He's not going to be me, but he's going to be like me. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a comforter. That's the title. Again, many titles for the Holy Spirit. Spirit of truth, comfort, all kinds of things. That's more than titles. But it's only as good as you receive it. Yeah, amen. This right here is as only as good as you receive it. It can be nothing but words on a page to you, and that's as far as it ever gets. Or you can fling open the doors and say, I'm going in. Yes. God said it, I believe it, and I'm going to accept it, and I'm going to experience it. And begin to allow yourself to become involved in the spiritual realm of the supernatural that God has provided for us through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus said in 836 in the same uh, uh, book and chapter. Something about uh, whom the Son makes free. It's free indeed. Amen. Free. That means really, really, absolutely. Indeed. This is incorporated with the scriptures here that Paul's writing in 2 Corinthians. This when Jesus came, there was this great allowance to enter in. For individuals who believed upon him, trusted God for the word that he had given, and within their hearts accepted and, and entered in by faith into the places God said they could go. That's what Paul did who wrote this. Amen. We all know here, we know what Paul had been doing before he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. We know what Paul did. He was a sinner, right? Amen. He knew that too. You've 
God forgives. That's a, that's a reason for thanksgiving. Thank God for forgiving. Paul was absolutely thankful God had forgiven him for his deeds that he had done many times over. Basically held the coat of Stephen while they stoned him to death. The proving of it all. God is a wonderful forgiver. Amen. Wonderful forgiver. That, anybody here this morning don't think your sins are too dark and too deep and too much for God to forgive because he will absolutely for, thank God for that alone right thank God it doesn't matter how he will forgive he's just and he's true and he's faithful to his word when God establishes a covenant he keeps it Amen. he won't change it that's why he's the same yesterday today and forever he does not change his covenant his word means what it means says what it says and gives us what it gives us and enables us to Live in it, walk in it. <coughs> Restating a moment ago what, what I mentioned about Paul a moment ago. Talking about he came spirit and power. He, he finished that. He said that your faith not be the faith of the wisdom of men, but a power. A power. What power? <coughs> power of the Holy Spirit gives yeah, Come on. If the Holy Spirit gives the power and the Holy Spirit come from God, from heaven, uh -huh. the third person of the Trinity, by the way, to earth uh -huh. to do and provide for the church what Jesus said he was going to provide when he come back, and we take that by faith, and we put our belief, and then we put action to that, then we begin to find this liberty that we should be so thankful for. We could be still restrained. We could still be like the ancients. We could, the door could be locked. We could be in a state we don't have any access to what he's talking about. We're denied from entering. Just got to wonder. But it's not that way because of this. Thank God for the cross. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God. Thank God for God. You ever do that? Sometimes I just say, "Thank you, God, for being." Something that's kind of foolish. He's always, "No, I don't think so." Thank you, God, for being. Because if you wasn't, what would we be? We wouldn't be here. Hmm. You like life? Isn't it wonderful to have life? Isn't it wonderful to have the life of a Christian? Yes. The Spirit of God living, the Spirit of Christ living in you. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. How many times do you thank God for it? Yeah. Alarm clock goes off, eyes pop open. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for being God. Thank you, Jesus, for doing what you did for me. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And if you really want to get involved, just start thanking for all the things of. You ever think where it would be without the love of Jesus? We'd be doomed. Because he never would come. God so loved the world that he gave his own begotten son, right? That whomsoever believeth him would not what? Perish. But have what? Everlasting life. That's love. That's love. Somebody mentioned earlier, talk, I think is he hard to love in Sunday school? Some people's hard to love. 
Can you imagine God's view of that when he was looking down? <laughs> Look at all them people, what they're doing. They're just gone totally seeing crazy, you know, but he loves anyway. Thank God for our experiences, right? Yes. You ever share your experience with somebody else? I'm talking spiritual experiences. I got saved, let me tell you that. I got delivered. Let me share that with you. Let me tell you who delivered me. Thank God for it. Amen. Anybody here been delivered? Yep. Amen. Thank God for it. Praise the Lord. Amen. We can take liberty a lot of places. And there's a liberty here that you won't find in some places. You can't get up out of your seat and walk down and kneel at an altar. You're out of order if you do that. Oh, yeah. Still two of them in here. Been in here for 24 years. Great place to have license to come to, right? Amen. Liberty to come to. You know, sometimes, I mean, you, you can pray where you're at, and I'm not arguing that point at all. Absolutely, but sometimes it's just like, this place ain't going to work, i got to go. You ever been there? Amen. I just got to go to the altar. Amen. There's just something about it. We've got liberty to do that. We've got liberty to come in these doors every service. Amen. Some places don't. I mentioned that recently. Let us not take for granted, I started to say too much, let us not take for granted at all that it's just something that's going to always continue. It might, it might not. Thanks is actually an expression of praise. Thanking God, praising Him because of what He's given, what He's allowed, what He's, he's given to us, what He's provided for us. Brother Tanner's teaching on some family things this morning. Husband-wife relationships, family relationships. What about that? Thank God for your husband and your wife. Thank God for your children. Thank God for your family. What they mean to you? I can tell you. <coughs> I still do. Thank God for my wife every day. But we all, verse 18, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. What an invitation. Experience to be had all over that scripture. Changed. <coughs> From glory to glory. Amen. It's like there's a lot of glories then. From one glory to another. Amen. Not just one. Evidently, if you from glory to glory, you're going from one place to another, right? Amen. See? It's an experience. We've been given the Absolute and awesome opportunity 
to experience from one experience to another, I'll put it that way, one glory to another. And as we do so, our life becomes more illuminated. We become more enabled. Let me say this. Every spiritual experience is not a pleasant one. That stumps some folks. They're called valleys. But we should always come out on the other side better than we were. So we can say glory to glories. We love the mountains. Love to get on the spiritual mountaintop. Celebrate. That's fine and great too. But when God give us this, this, I'll use the term as we do often, this adventure to be had and opened it up and basically said, here you are. You have access now. You have places, not one place, but places to go. Amen. And there's a big one coming, by the way. We got places to go. Amen. We got a place to go. Hallelujah. We got a lot of places to go before we get to the place to go. God's made it so. He's afforded it to us. Awesome. So if there are any thanks to be offered, any thanks to be given, um, and again, I'll say, I'll repeat it. There's way too much for me to present up here in six months, much less an hour of the things we can be thankful for in God's word. Each of them, again, being a place that we can go just in some type of a faith imagination. Because that takes us places. If we can imagine with our faith into the Word of God and what it's saying, that will take us places. Over and over and over again. I believe I'm looking out on some people this morning that it's taken places. Amen. Some yet to go. But there's no end of the road here. It just keeps growing. This realm of the Spirit keeps growing. And even it's, it's, we know it's going to lead us ultimately one day to the place we're working for, but there's still no end of the road. Amen. Amen. It just really gets good then. <laughs> Things really are opened up to us then. So let's be thankful. Yeah. Oh, be thankful. Be thankful for your church. Amen. Fellow brothers and sisters, families. What you have. Who you've got. Doesn't hurt a thing to look over wife or husband or child and say, I thank God for you. Might be your last chance. I encourage that. Would you stand? Just in your own self this morning, that's what we're going to do just individually.
and I'm not asking you to step out or anything of that sort. Just, I'm going to give you just a moment, and then I want you to form your own prayer of thanksgiving to who's around you. First and foremost, make it be God. And just give Him a thanks. From you to Him, thanking Him for people, experiences, the wonder that He even gave you in the first place to have salvation, the place He's prepared for us to go. Amen. I mean, I could go on and on here, but let's do that, and we're just all going to do it together. Uh, pray in your way, but let's do a prayer of thanksgiving. Heavenly Father, we do. We just come this morning. I give you thanks. I give you praise. I thank you, Lord, for who you are, all you are. I thank you that you saw fit and you chose, God, to redeem the people that were so unworthy of me being one of them, Lord. I thank you, God, that you chose to do that and that, Jesus, you came and you, because you loved us so and you gave of yourself, you bled, you died. You were miserably tortured. God, I thank you for the blood you shed that's covered my sins and washed me and cleansed me and made me whole. I thank you for that resurrection power you rose from the grave on the third day. When you did, you defeated death, hell, and the grave. And I thank you for that, Lord God given us an opportunity for eternal life. Thank you for the precious people in our family, Lord. I thank you for this church family. I thank you, God, Father, for the peace and the joy you give us. I thank you, God, for the, the destination we have. I thank you that there's those waiting, God. When I arrive, there'll be people waiting there to greet me, Lord. I thank you, God. Thank you for the precious wife I have right now, still. Still, Lord. I thank you, God, Father, for everything you do for us, for this church and all, Lord. I thank you, God, for your mercy, your love, your grace, your compassion. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us into this great kingdom of yours, for giving us free entrance through liberty, God, that we could come in and enjoy you and experience your goodness and your wonders, supernatural adventures, God. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Praise amen. God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Christmas get-together is the 12th, Sunday evening the 12th, community center, so I'm in charge of that, so you've got Hallelujah. two weeks, three, two weeks, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, plenty of advance notice, so. Anyway, uh, what else? Anything else? Some are sick today. Janet. Janet. We've prayed for her already, but keep praying for her. She's not feeling good. She's sick. Uh, praying for Brother Kenny. Ember uh, uh, is ill this morning, so let's pray for her. Life is sick. Pray for Leif. Uh, obviously, I guess some more, yes. My son, Jay, he's in the hospital in Sherman. He's okay. at the TMC. Okay, Jay. All right. Okay. He's got pneumonia. Anybody else? Yeah. Right. Continue to pray for Ricky. Okay. Right. Brother Wagon, would you pray for her and dismiss her? Lord God, you've heard all these requests. You know these names. You know the sick ones that need to talk to you, Lord God. We just ask you to just reach your mighty hand down in each and every one of these lives and situations and homes, Lord God. Bless and meet the need and heal and touch, Lord God. We just ask that you go with us, keep us safe. Thank you for the word that we've received here today. 
just continue to bless each and every one of our lives as we try to honor you. Lord God. Mm-hmm. We just thank you for this day. Thank you for all your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Amen. 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 Amen.